0: Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie The Return of the King one deus ex machina at a time. I'm Cassandra Frederickson.
1: I'm Norman Mitchell.
0: And joining us again this week we have Molly Knox Oswald. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I also had Deus Ex Machina written in my notes for this minute. <laughs> nice. Yes. yes. Same wavelength. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So today we're talking about minute two oh nine, which starts with um Gollum and Sam kind of fighting more. Yeah. And and it ends with uh Sam crawling up after Frodo.
1: Yeah. There are two, like, the minute both begins and ends with just immediate cuts.
0: Yes. Yeah. It's very frantic.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah, we have this really dramatic shot of the Nazgul flying in. And I love, you know, they do this at the end of Two Towers 2 where it just is cutting between all these different characters um, and all the different arcs that are happening and, like, having sort of thematically the same things happen, which I think is very cool of, like, it looks like maybe they're doing a victorious charge, um but then the Nazgul show up and like you think that maybe Sam and Frodo are gonna like make it to the cracks of doom and then Gollum shows up like there's like mirroring going on in the story um even though the characters are like doing very different things and they're in different places yeah so yeah this is definitely kind of the the moment of like oh things might be getting really bad because Sam's getting beaten up and Nazgul are here
0: uh Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah. they are just beating the hell out of each other up there on that mountainside.
0: Is, God. is this the all is lost moment, or is Frodo putting the ring on? Spoilers, I guess. Is, Fro- is Frodo, <laughs> Frodo putting the ring on the all is lost moment? Do you think? Wait, the uh,
2: what? what's last moment?
0: Um, like the all is lost kind of. Oh, uh,
2: that's Frodo putting the thing? ring on for sure.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. this is just yeah.
2: this is like a, a obstacle, I'd say. I God, I love. Sam versus Gollum so much. Um, like I just there there's such animosity between them, and like they're kind they're mm-hmm. very much like the devil and the angel on Frodo's shoulder for like the last two movies, and just like getting to see them finally like
0: really duke it out is so satisfying.
1: Yeah. They just like hitting each other in the head, they're just banging each other's heads off this rock. I feel no. so bad
0: when Gollum like goes in for the bite.
1: Yeah, he just bites he the only shoulder. Does a-
0: he only does that to sam too he does that multiple times
2: like he does that the first time he meets sam and attacks him. it's just like i'm going for your jugular
1: he's a wild <laughs> I, animal almost
2: yeah he told yeah i mean he's yeah i think i think it in the books he like also kills goblins that way when he's like living yeah to mountains. eat
1: them he's a he's like yeah. a, almost cannibal he Ew. eats humanoid things
2: Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah, but Sam spends the entire book being like, Gollum will eat us any chance he has. (laughs) Like, it's not super substantiated, but he's just, like, so afraid of being eaten by Gollum, which is fair. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's legitimate. Well,
1: Bilbo probably
0: probably told,
1: like, built up Gollum as this insurmountable, horrible threat that he just managed to outwit. And just that's probably so made up even more horrific stories about what Gollum would do under the Misty Mountains.
2: <laughs> it is actually so, yeah, I actually didn't really think about that, that, like, they're, they're traveling with this character from this, their childhood stories, like, that Gollum. Yeah. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, Sam, Sh- this is a, it's not related to the content of the scene, but Sam's shirt is so cute. I just like you don't see him with like his cloak and his jacket off. I think until like um, like near the end of this movie, and it's such a cute little blouse. I want one.
0: <laughs> I know all the Hobbit outfits are so cute. They have like such good like like these these little details, like the embroidery yeah. on them, and I'm just like,
2: yeah, you know? the little like gathered shoulders. I'm just like you're mm-hmm. you're serving up looks even in Mordor, <laughs> right?
1: <laughs> even just filthy from head to toe. Mm-hmm. Yeah like that shirt is probably supposed to be white. <laughs>
2: oh yeah, definitely. I think it probably is white in the first movie. Um like it's got to be the same shirt. Sean yeah. Astin is so handsome. Like I just I am like having a moment with him in the scene like he's just so he's such a <laughs> handsome man. He's so handsome as as Sam specifically. Mhm. Yeah. With well, he's dirty
1: and greasy and <laughs> it's
2: just <laughs> uh, like no, Eric. No, no, it's no. I think I may have established this week that I enjoy when people are dirty. <laughs> just, I think that that's like a Lord of the Rings. That's probably something Lord of the Rings put in my head. It was like, <laughs> what if, I don't know, what if men were just running around, like having emotions and being covered head to toe in grime? That would be the best. <laughs> <laughs> I can't explain it. <laughs> that's so funny. <laughs> yeah.
1: That is hilarious. Uh,
2: but he just does. He just oh this like he looks up. He sees and he sees Frodo just running like Frodo, who, who seemed basically dead before, has gotten a second wind and he is up and he is going. Like he's so determined. Yeah.
1: He also he sla- Sam slashes Gollum across the stomach with Sting.
2: Yeah, like, I know. If he was
1: just half a step closer, he would have just disemboweled the little Where guy.
2: Brutal. I know. Like, he definitely nicks. Like he definitely cuts him. But I guess yeah, it was a good effort.
1: And then I have questions about the geography.
2: Yeah, what are your questions?
1: So the geography of where Frodo is running up towards the camera looks like they have gone considerably further back down the hill for a moment because it's not the rocky step-like area. Mm. It's the area where they were crawling up before. Well, he gets knocked back. Yeah, but he's laying on a flat rock in the previous scene.
0: Do you think they filmed this um, in a different area then?
1: Maybe I mean they probably filmed it at the same time they were filming some other stuff. Yeah, they did all the shots in this, this area. This
0: looks similar to the mountainside. They slide down in two towers in front of the black gate.
1: Uh, it probably was filmed in the same general oh, yeah. area.
0: Yeah, everything
2: in Mortar just looks so dusty. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it makes me think of camping in the desert and how the dirt just gets into everything. Like, yes, it just like and clings it's to you, and irritating. Uh-huh. And it gets yeah. <laughs>
1: The, Sorry,
2: I don't know. I know that's a Star Wars. I don't know Star Wars. That's
1: <laughs> fine. The, but yeah, this, this scene of him running is supposed to just be he has this energy because the ring is threatened. So the ring is just get up, you idiot.
0: I feel really? like it's just like adrenaline.
1: Yeah, like Elijah Wood says, it, Elijah Wood and Sean are just like it's supposed to be the ring because the ring is threatened. So the ring gives Frodo the energy to run away. Oh,
2: but he's running towards. Even- the cracks yeah i don't know i always read it as like he it's like he gets a little second wins like he got to have a little nap on his boyfriend's shoulders and now he's like up mm-hmm. and at it again
1: yeah <laughs> well the ring is trying to get into the most visible place to make itself mm-hmm. aware to it's oh. okay. that
0: makes sense yeah because i always just well, read it as so. like he's literally fighting for his life he has like the adrenaline boost yeah. he's just gonna go
1: he's just been mm-hmm. choked yeah He's out. He's out of breath. He just starts running up. He's this ready belt.
0: to lift Why a car. Is, he's just amped. Why is his shirt like
2: so far on buttons? What's he doing? Because we got to like, see the ring. We have to see the ring. I know, but like, <laughs> Frodo, what you doing? I know that you have buttons <laughs> on your shirt. Maybe they fell off. I don't. Maybe Gollum like, ripped open his shirt. I don't know. It's just for it's, for, it's great. It's great. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So he goes up. It's very. It's very. Whether he's doing it because of the ring or not. It just, I, I, love. There's something about it too, where it's like, it's just so desperate that it's like, Sam, this person that he loves, is like getting his head bashed in right now. But Frodo is just like, I have to go. Like, it really makes the scene feel so desperate that he does yeah. not even look back to Sam. Um, and so maybe that is the ring working on him. I don't know. Um, but it's right because it you just think really that Frodo would look back. Yeah, it just really underscores the urgency. Um, and yeah, even Sam is kind of like, oh, what? He like ran off, <laughs> like. <laughs> How do you do, do that? Like you both, you both have swords. You could like deal with Gollum a little bit better, but they don't. It's fine. Actually, <laughs> they
1: just have Sting right now. Frodo does oh, not have a sword.
2: Oh, yeah. we thought he had a sword on his belt. Okay, maybe not. Yeah, you're right.
1: Because I think it's important thematically that after Kirith mm-hmm. Ungol, Sam is the carrier of Sting, because mm-hmm. Frodo is no longer has the energy to defend himself. Mm-hmm. So yeah. So that, yeah, that, that responsibility is solely on Sam now.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, Sam just re- Sam just really is like the the, the muscle of of
1: mm-hmm. this duo.
2: Like he's he's here to do the physical things,
0: and Frodo's here to yeah. like take the mental attacks.
1: And then we we go from which the mountain like, back to the battle. I don't
0: know, which is so funny to me because he's such a soft boy. Yeah,
1: but like, Sam is Sam has a strong will too because in the book he survives the ordeal with the Watchers.
2: That's true. And with the ring. Yeah, Sam has some anger too. Like he gets in the book especially like when he um the scene where he's fighting gollum uh in Shelob's lair is he is like brutal like it is he like almost gets distracted from saving frodo like he forgets to save frodo because he just wants to kill gollum so badly like it's mm-hmm. i don't know it's it's another element to his character that i find really interesting that he um yeah. he's so soft but he also like has such a strong sense of like what is right and what is wrong and like like he can get get very angry if things are wrong
1: yeah, I think all the all four of the hobbits, the characters from the Shire, the world is so black and white to them, mm-hmm. because they're from such such an isolated, simple part of the world. Yeah, that to definitely. them it's just what's right is right, what's wrong is wrong, and that's just the way the hobbits see everything. I
0: think yeah, I think all of the characters are like that in the book, though, to some extent.
1: Yeah, in the movie, there's more nuance to like Aragorn and,
0: and, and Gandalf. Yeah, and we talked about Faramir, but like Faramir. Faramir especially. Mm-hmm.
1: And you know, Boromir's yeah. not like that because he's from such close proximity to the conflict.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think Frodo, Frodo, I think is like very uncertain. Like I think Frodo is constantly aware of his own limitations in a way that like, um, the other habits aren't like Frodo, Frodo's the Frodo and Sam are such a good duo. Cause Frodo is the one who looks down. Like when they're walking on a tightrope and Sam is the one who's like, just got to keep going. Like, just don't look yep. like he's just, mm-hmm. he's, he's, yeah. um, always got his eyes ahead and and doesn't give in to self-doubt at all. Um Frodo is the only hobbit with anxiety, I think, like in the whole Shire. Um it's very sad. Yeah. Prob- probably. <laughs> no other no other hobbit has anxiety or depression and Frodo has really got it.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Sam is always looking ahead. Just a few minutes ago he does he has that moment where he points with the sword and he's just like, that's where we're going we yep. just gotta walk
0: mm-hmm.
2: yeah yeah and Fro- yeah Frodo just is constantly like in the book too I mean it's just anytime something happens Frodo's like oh this is it Sam we're going to die here and Sam's like okay maybe eat some food take a nap you're grumpy like let it's just it's so practical <laughs> like a toddler Fro- yeah I really it's <laughs> very nap, very cute yeah
1: <laughs> that's funny yeah. you're not you when you're hungry
2: <laughs> yeah yeah have some have some lampus bread I know that it, it, everything looks dark right now but like we'll probably be fine and it's just yeah Frodo Frodo feels the burden so heavily and is so aware of the implications that it like almost paralyzes him and I think um that's why like he really needs Sam he just needs someone who will just keep going no matter what
1: mm-hmm. yeah yeah and then we we go from this the scene on the mountain back to the battle we see mm-hmm. Gandalf fight in some there's this moment where it kind of pauses on Gandalf as the Nazgul are shrieking. Yeah. And his hands are covered in orc blood.
0: I love his oh shit face.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <He's>, oh no.
0: <laughs> yeah. Oh man,
2: I didn't notice that it is. I forgot that orc blood is like all dark and goopy. Yeah, they
1: made yeah, most of the so blood cool. black to, to uh, so avoid cool. an R rating.
2: It looks like ink. Really? Yeah. Interesting.
1: Especially because they wanted to do like beheadings and stuff. <laughs> the blood couldn't be read
2: i'm so surprised I and that's very interesting that that allowed them to avoid an r rating but i mean i'm glad yeah. i did go see it so
0: because then violent. it's like fantasy violence right because right? then it's fantasy mm, violence because it's, it's,
1: it's not, not real blood <laughs> i
0: don't know it's
2: really violent <laughs> yes it is really violent <laughs> in animation a lot like i work in kids animation and like a lot of times it'll just be the funniest things where we'll, where we'll be like okay so what if this character like sets a piece of paper on fire and they'll be like oh no we can't do that because it's imitatable behavior. So like, it would we don't want kids to imitate it. And we're like, what if the fire is purple? And they're like, oh yeah, that's fine. (laughs) It's just like, (laughs) and you just have to make it a little bit fantasy and then it is okay.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Then you get the Y7 instead of the...
2: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Gandalf God, I love, I just love when Gandalf like just fights. (laughs) Like it's it's so cool that he is a very powerful magic user, but just sometimes it's like, also I can use a sword and I'm very good at it. Yeah. Oh.
1: Also, he's the strongest person in the army. I love no that, contest.
0: I love that, like, there is not a speck of blood on his white cloak, right? Mm, because, because,
1: his white cloak is the expression of his power as a wizard.
0: So, is it like the water state repellent of it, is re- or huh? is it like water <laughs> repellent? Or? Maybe
1: because the the state mm-hmm. of the color of the robe represents the state of the wizard.
0: But his yeah. like gray one got all dirty.
1: Yeah, because he was yeah. he was so purposefully so cloaked as a lesser power oh, than he was
0: i see
2: yeah yeah i do i do like seeing gandalf grumpy though like he just because it is he's such an untouchable powerful character and it really makes you feel like oh things are going badly if he has like yeah blood on his hands and blood on his face
1: yeah if he was if he was fully unshackled is the way that like sauron is he could just mm-hmm. mow through all these guys yeah uh but then I love that we hear that theme from the top of Orthanc again as the, the, the moth, moth comes up. into flame into frame. Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I love hearing the, the theme from Orthanc with the moth and then it, it stops right in the middle of the frame and Gandalf understands what this means because Guahir really cool. is his Chewbacca.
0: <laughs> I like I mean, like, yeah, he owes him a life debt. Yes. That's he's, why he shows up.
1: He's literally his rider die. Like Guahir My... is here. <laughs> If Gandalf <laughs> needs nice. him.
0: My bro's in trouble.
2: It's a very cool it's that just that moment, like as someone who loves animation, like that moment of the eagle showing up and like hitting the Nazgul in midair is so cool. It's so beautifully done. Um and I feel like you I never know. It like, looks really how good. big. You never realize how big the eagles are until you see it next to the um the fell beast.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: The eagles are they're big guys. I they're- love mm-hmm.
0: how the eagles Swoops into frame from above, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't yeah. Know, there's just something about it. It's beautiful. It's and we, so beautiful.
1: Then we move to the e- the shot of the eagles like diving into frame.
2: Yeah. yeah so I feel like, like Lord of the Rings in my mind, these movies because of the time they were coming out, they have like a weird crossover in my mind with like, um, like, well, just like the early 2000s and like American military stuff. Because I think, like, mm-hmm. that was, like, the time, like, 9-11 happened and we were just, like, watching the news all the time. And this shot, I, th- I always just think of fighter jets, like, of them descending in pattern in a pattern out of the clouds. Like, I kind of wish they didn't. It sort of bothers me. I don't know. It feels like just I mean, that's, weirdly, That's how birds like, military. travel, though. No, it's not, like, really, like, spaced out, like, perfectly like that.
1: I mean Not
0: eagles, but, like. But not
1: eagles, but migratory birds like, do that.
0: geese geese do that, right? Yeah,
1: they fly in. They fly in in V's and nice they, tight formations that are all relatively yeah, equal spaced. Yeah,
2: that's true. I, <laughs> it's just like the way they're shot, the way creatures. they're like they're like angling down out of the clouds. Where I'm like, it just feels like I'm looking at fighter jets, and it. I don't know why. It just it takes me out for a minute. That's my that's my mm. sole critique of this of this moment. <laughs> yeah,
1: the the eagles are uh, the living Deus Ex Machina. Yeah, they really of Lord are. Of the Rings. They show up Mm -hmm. at the end of both *The Hobbit* and *The Lord of the Rings* to just solve the problem.
0: You know, they they got consistency, (laughs) right? Yeah, because they're that's true.
1: They're of the same. uh, It's not like well, it's not established in the in the stories at all, except in *The Silmarillion*, and even then, just barely. But the the eagles are of the same kind of being as the Ents, guardians from the beginning of time.
0: Oh yeah, really? Okay, that makes
1: sense. Yeah, the eagles and the Ents were both created by one of the Valar to be representations of uh nature so that nature mm-hmm. could defend itself against man
2: oh that's so cool
0: oh i love that so much
1: and they're um, both they're both blessed with human intelligence
0: yeah 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 are the eagles just as long lived as the ants no, I, don't I don't think, think so. so i don't think so
1: like they're they have like they're not immortal the ants are basically immortal yeah yeah unless yeah. something kills them
2: god pippin's helmet is so stupid
1: and then pippin's line here is not a line pippin has in the book it's the last thing pippin hears before he passes out
0: i thought he thinks it or
1: he (laughs) thinks he he says he thinks he hears someone say the eagles the eagles are coming
0: okay yeah and then he just passes then he passes
1: out
2: i love how often tolkien writes characters passing out and missing the rest of the battle it's just Mm -hmm. i feel like i just i love it's so like these movies like so much of the takeaway of the movies are these battles and they're really well done and they're really epic. But like the books Tolkien is like, I am deeply uninterested in talking about fighting for more than a couple pages. Yeah. I'm just going to have the Hobbit pass out and like, we'll come back later.
1: <laughs> when everything's done. Yeah. We're, we're good. He's yeah, He's this.
2: like, I will spend a chapter describing the way the Hills look as they travel. And then like a, an elf song that Elron, that like Aragorn sings around the fireplace, but like, like a battle it's, I can, it is one page long. <laughs> It's it's just kind of delightful to me.
0: I also hate writing action scenes in prose. So, like, mm-hmm. I feel that, though. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> it's exhausting. It
2: yeah, you kind of just want to know what is the outcome of it. Like, it's not. Yeah. yeah. And it's, I mean, it's also, like, the way a movie lets you swoop around and see everything that's happening. Like, a book, if it's, like, from the perspective of a character, you kind of can't do that as much. Um, mm-hmm. So, it kind of, yeah. like it makes sense that you just be like, well, I saw some of it, and then I got hit on the head, and I don't know what happens. Like, I think that's what a real battle would be like. It would be very confusing.
1: Mm -hmm. Right. Someone tell me, please, what (laughs) happened.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, I don't know why Pippin's home. It's just so, it looks like a Hershey kiss. It's too big for him. Oh, he looks so silly in it. But it's, I mean, it's cute. Yeah. It's like, he's, again, the theme of, like, he's not supposed to be here. (laughs) I just... (laughs) I remember I was like I was Pippin was my favorite character when I was a kid and
0: I was like oh god I hate him in that helmet <laughs> like oh, he's, he's, he's hair. I love that it's like lopsided on him because he's I he's know. been like not- <laughs> it's, too,
2: it's too big it's too damn big <laughs> It's so funny
1: this uh yeah this this moment for Pippin too is just the eagles like just mm-hmm. another thing from from bilbo's stories mm-hmm. yeah just suddenly becoming real
2: Yeah, yeah. They talk about that so much in the book of like feeling like they're just traveling among legends. And I I really like so many characters say that, not just the hobbits. And I really, really, I really like it.
1: I don't know. I just love the Eagles. Eagles are cool.
2: I think I'm glad that they um, show up. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think it speaks to like Pippin's character and like the Hobbits in general. Like he in the middle of this horrible horrible battle like he's still able to find like wonder in mm. in the world yeah mm-hmm. pippin's yeah, my favorite really i love
2: him so much <laughs> i love pippin so much
1: the ho- the only thing about the eagles showing up the way they show up in the movie is that it feels like there's not enough of them mm. yeah i am never cause it's never clear how many there are in I the book
0: at least eight
2: them, i want to see them like at one time earlier in this movie just to remember that there are eagles like the whole thing with the moth it's like are you if you're not a super fan like how would anyone remember that a moth means eagles are coming (laughs) right they have a lot they have a lot they have a lot to do in this movie so it's okay
1: (laughs) Because the moth thing is from Fellowship, like mm-hmm. not even an hour in, mm-hmm. and yeah. then we're we're two uh, over over three hours into Return right. Of the like King, if, if you're ten hours removed from the last time we saw the like moth. A, yeah. if
0: you're like an like a casual fan going to see these like at Christmas time with your family, like that was two years ago. Right. So confusing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I
2: um the podcast uh, newcomers is like it's um uh Lauren Glackis and Nicole Byer, and they they've never seen. Their first season is Star Wars. They've never seen Star Wars, so they watch it and talk about it. But then this season season is Lord of the Rings. And I'm just like, it's like destroying me, but also bringing me a lot of joy. Because they're just like, they never know what's happening. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. These movies make so little sense if you're not like... digging into the text and if you're not like oh and when they talk in elven here's what they're saying like (laughs) you have to be such a nerd to fully understand what is happening um but it's very we uh, (laughs) we
0: we were on we were on um another tolkien podcast um talking about that's what i'm talking Mm -hmm. about and Mm -hmm. she had never seen the movies and she Mm -hmm. had never read the books and she was like relatively unspoiled so when she had us on it was like so difficult to talk about the story like yeah just confined to what she knew and I was just like I was like inside I was like because I I know this story so well and I was just like wow how have you how like I was excited that she was like coming to it for the first time but I was just also like whoa what rock have you been living under yeah yeah I know it's kind of amazing how well yeah like on
2: newcomers they were like They thought Frodo was gonna die. They thought Sam was gonna die. Like they didn't. They just didn't know. It's. I'm. I'm impressed that there's such a big part of my life that I'm. I'm always like amazed that people don't didn't absorb them.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'm that way with Star Wars.
2: So I don't. I don't know.
0: That's fair. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Everyone has their little nerdy blind spot. Yeah. So then we end with Sam crawling up the mountain. There's fire once again. The mysterious ecology of Mount Doom. There's just fires burning about.
1: And he's also kind he's of in. back in the area below the rocky stairs.
0: I oh, always yeah. see him like roll though.
1: Yeah. Maybe
2: they like went maybe they're like to the side of the stairs or something. I don't know.
1: Maybe. It's just it's just interesting to me. It's just something I notice. I'm watching the background of the movie, you know, kinda of combing through it closely. It's like, whoa, wait, hang on. The background changed to what it was like a minute and a half ago again. Yeah. What is happening?
2: It's so funny when you go through these things really precisely and you realize how much you fill in as a viewer and how much they trust you to fill in and like Mm -hmm. I think it's actually very it's very cool um going through like like doing my like uh fan fiction like deep dive rewrite of of the whole story like it's so funny just being like what do Sam and Frodo know like they don't know that Boromir is dead until like for a long time like they like think that Boromir's they don't know anything that happens like right Sam finds out Boromir's dead before yeah
1: Actually, no, they will find out together with Faramir, right? They find out with Faramir, yeah.
2: Yeah. But they kind of, yeah, it's just like, and then, like, Sam has a line where he's like, that's why your brother died, and it's like, how do you know that, Sam? Like, you don't, (laughs) you weren't there, you didn't, you just learned about this. I don't know, there's something kind of, there's something interesting about, like, a big movie like this, where it's just like, they're really trusting the viewers to piece together.
1: Yeah, because I guess we can assume that Frodo would have told Sam what happened. Yeah, yeah. And why he decided to go leave on his own. Mm -hmm
2: yeah yeah there's a lot there's a lot that that um your trust is just pieced together and so it's kind of it's been really fun just like picking a character and like following his thread completely and following his like interiority because it's just like what does he think (laughs) like what is being told what's what what is frodo telling him what is Frodo keeping from him um i really enjoy that
1: yeah yeah because i have to imagine that frodo keeps a lot of how the ring affects him for the most part pretty private yeah, he only he only kind of gives Sam the the surface level understanding of what the ring is doing to him. Yeah, I think.
2: Yeah, well, and that's why. Yeah, I think. Um, I really miss that we don't see Sam put on the ring in the movie and kind of struggle with it a bit more because I think that there's something about that and about Sam kind of understanding what Frodo has been going through all this time that I think is really mm-hmm. poignant and like leads to them sort of be like they just understand each other better in this final. Yeah part of their journey than they ever have before because Sam also knows this burden like and it's just like there's so much like I don't know there's always sort of stupid discourse around like oh Sam is the true hero Frodo's kind of weak um but it's like Frodo is just he's fighting this internal battle that we necessarily don't get to see and can't see and so like having Sam kind of realize like oh he's been fighting this all along is uh it's just really poignant to me Mm
0: -hmm. yeah because I think with Sam putting the ring on, um, like not only does he become a ring bearer, but like he and Frodo, like I think that's the moment where they become like true equals almost. Yeah. yeah. Like like they, they surpass their their like socio whatever yeah. like stat like status and like they become these these heroes.
1: Right. It's this hardship that allows Sam to go above his class when he returns yes. to the Shire.
2: Yes yeah definitely become definitely. the mayor yes <laughs> what a like, he must have been such a good mayor,
1: right, and probably held the position until the end of his days and he was willing to give it up
2: mm-hmm. yeah i forget it's he holds it for a really long time, and then um and then his as soon as his uh wife passes away, he gets in a boat and goes to join frodo. it's very very sweet, very emotional the last <laughs> I think he's run like mayor there. the whole time, I know it's so good. <sighs>
1: Right, he to go <laughs> join Frodo and Bilbo, and Legolas and Gimli show up eventually.
2: Legolas oh, <laughs> okay. and Gimli are there. The funniest thing that it's such later a big on they build their Ar- own boat. <laughs> it's such a big deal that Arwen cannot go to the Undying Lands, and then Legolas is like, "Can I bring my my boyfriend? He's a dwarf, but like I really like him." And they're like, "Yeah, it's fine." But everyone's like, "Arwen, yeah. get out of here! <laughs> you married a human. You are not allowed to come." <laughs>
0: you made this
1: choice well because she she (laughs) becomes mortal she loses her outcome
0: generally generally is mortal
1: yeah but dwarven afterlife is vague (laughs) no one's sure
0: yeah so does does
2: arwen so she does she does become mortal like she's not going to live forever after
0: aragorn dies
1: that's that's the the implication to me i think that
0: she i think she outlives him but i think she will eventually like die instead of just Continuing on forever and sad because
2: Elrond has that whole speech about yeah. it, but maybe he's just
0: like lying. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Elrond in the movie doesn't want to tell her. Yeah, you know, you can choose to be mortal. It's fine because his brother did the same thing, and his brother right. passed. Eventually. He, well,
0: he's, just, he's just a bitter dad. Yeah, like oh, oh, that's he lost so <laughs> his. He lost
1: so much of his family to to the struggles against Sauron mm-hmm. and Morgoth. Yeah, that he doesn't want to lose his daughter too.
0: Yeah, yeah, because his oh, well, his so wife. His wife is in Valinor, right?
1: Yeah, I believe and has so. been
0: there for a while because yeah. she got wounded, and then he was just like, "Oh, go, 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 go! Yeah. I don't want you to die." No. We
1: can't do anything to heal you know here. That. Go to Valinor.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm
2: really, I'm, I'm, I'm really like digging into Valinor right now and what it is kind of because it's not, it's not quite heaven. It's I just, I just, I'm trying to figure out like what it's like there and what it means for a mortal to go. Like I know that they don't get to live forever; they still are gonna die. But I think they get to like live a longer life when they go. And it's, I'm kind of just thinking of it as like elf therapy for Frodo and Bilbo. Like they're just having a very long therapeutic retreat.
1: Because Valinor used to physically be on Middle on Arda, the planet. Yeah. And then after the fall of Numenor, the, the Valar separated it and moved it so that only, yeah, it's only elves space, can right? get there. There's like space. The void that lies cool. between.
2: It's kind of like an Avalon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Like the elves really know how to build to ships to cross the void to get to yeah, Valinor. That's so cool! It's yeah, the moon. And- I don't know. It's just it's out there. It's in space.
2: <laughs> I love that. <laughs> I love that very much. But yeah, I just want. I want to. I just want, I just want. I just for my for my own like like sad gay heart. I need to know what it's like when Sam and Frodo like get to meet up again in Valinor. Like I just need that Oh to my get god! To yeah.
0: Like
2: I just. <laughs> it can't just be like oh like like void of white light i need them to be like living in a little house together
0: why <laughs> yeah, because ten, it's ten been different. like years it's been like
2: decades since they've seen each other yeah. 60 years yeah yeah oh, it's so oh it's so good <laughs> i'll be addressing all of this in my fan section <laughs> nice everything that tolkien did not get into i have to explore it too to <laughs>
0: <rest. laughs> i mean that's what that's for like filling in yeah. the gaps
2: very much yeah, valinor so.
1: is described very much in like. Elysium terms Mm
2: -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah everything
1: is so much more full of life everything's greener and grander
2: yeah yeah well I just hope I just hope Frodo's like not that bored when he goes you know like what is there for him to do
1: Gandalf (laughs) is there so
2: bored yeah but like oh my god 60 years there's all kinds of elves (laughs) yeah I guess Frodo likes elves. I guess he can like sing songs with them and stuff, write poetry. I guess Bilbo's there.
0: Yeah. It just seems. It just Eventually, seems like Legolas get and Gimli show up. Boring.
1: It's fine. It's a party. You're
2: right. So funny. Legolas and Gimli show up, and they're like, Gimli's like, "Don't worry, I brought alcohol." <laughs> <And the> elves <laughs> do not have it. Like I brought like an endless supply of ale, and Frodo's like, "Thank God." <laughs> this is my okay, thank Mondos. Uh...
1: <laughs> thank Mondos. <laughs>
0: Uh well I I think that's for this minute. Yeah. Um uh, mm-hmm. so thank you for letting
2: me continually go off on tangents. Oh no, that's,
0: that's our brand.
1: Why. Yeah, our brand I is everything. <laughs> Especially anytime we start randomly talking about Silmarillion stuff, yeah, we no. just like go off for a while. It's fine
0: <laughs> right, No right. worries. You you fit right in. So <laughs> We're from the website, duelinggenre.com. Um, as always, you can check us out there. We also have a Facebook listener group, The Fellowship of the Mic, um, for all of your, I don't know, listener group needs. There's memes and, and discussion.
1: Funny posts. Yeah.
0: We're also active on Twitter, but not as much, um, at LOTR Minute. You can uh, tweet us there, and then, I don't know, we'll be more active if people like tweet us. So Yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and we will be back tomorrow to finish out the week uh, and and see what comes of this this desperate charge of, of Frodo's. Yeah, yeah. Bye. Bye. Okay. Goodbye.